From the Pasuk Vishinantam, we learn Shinan, that a person must be sharp. A person shouldn't hesitate when he's asked a question in Tyra, but rather he should immediately give him the answer. When two people argue in Tyra, in Divrei Tyra, it's really not a war because they're arguing, but rather it's a war of love because it's Divrei Tyra. From Vesamtem Estvarai Eila, the word Vesamtem is two words, Sam Tum, a full poison, meaning that it heals and it's potent, very potent medicine that keeps a person healthy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a Yetzirah, and if you're Isaac B'Tayra, you won't be put into the Yetzirah's hand, since Tyra is like a spice that covers up the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah, even his creator, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, called him bad and hard, Rabbi Yitzchak says. The Yetzirah renews its strength every day, and even wants to kill a person. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wouldn't help, we would not be able to fight it. From the Pasuk in Yeshaya, we learn that a man has a chiv to marry off his sons and find husbands for his daughters. I, the Gemara asks, one can have control for his son to find him a, a wife since a man takes a woman. But how can we guarantee that a man will want to marry his daughter? In other words, a man can't force somebody to marry his daughter. It's normally the man that goes and marries the woman. Gemara answers, he should give her nice clothing so men will want to marry her. We know that a man is to teach his son an umnas, a profession, since his son must be able to make his wife happy. So we'll need to have a parnasa in order to do this. The Pasuk says, Kabedes avicha v'yesi mecha. And somewhere else it says, Ish imay to equate kveit Hashem to kveit hamakam. That one must give similar covet to both, since all were partners in creating the child. Hashem, the mother, and the father are the three shutfim in creating a particular person. When a person honors his father and his mother, Hashem considers it as if you honor him too. But since by nature a person normally would honor his mother more than the father, because a mother speaks nicely to the, to the son, the Pasuk says, Kabed esavicha v'yesimecha first, to tell you to honor your father just as much as you would honor your mother. And fear is vice versa, that a person would normally fear his father more than his mother. So therefore the Pasuk says the mother first, Ish imay v'oviv tiroi, any person who does an Avera privately, it's as if he says Hashem is not there. So it's like he pushes the feet of Hashem away, because if he does it privately, it's as if he believes that in a private place Hashem won't see him. Rabbi Yishuim ben Levi said, a person shouldn't go Dalat Amas with his head up in the air. And Rapuna never walked for Amas without his hair uncovered. If both one's parents ask for something at the exact same moment, the covet should first be given to the father, since both the child and the mother are mechuyav to be mechabed the father. But if they're divorced, then you can be mechabed either of them, because covet to both of them at that point are equal. How far does the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim go? We learned a story about a guy in Ashkelon who lost 600,000 shkalim on a business deal because the key to the safe was under the pillow of his father and the father was sleeping on that pillow and he didn't want to wake his father up. So he was rewarded with having a para'aduma born within his herd to which he was paid a lot of money for the para'aduma. So if this guy who isn't a mitzvah of Aisa, since he's a guy and he wasn't mitzvah in the mitzvah of Kibbut Avaim and he was rewarded so much Surely a Metzuvah who does it, i.e. a Jew, will be rewarded, and rewarded greatly. As we know from Rabbi Hanina, that Gadol HaMetzuvah Vaisa, a person who is Metzuvah in something, and he does the mitzvah, is even greater than a person who does a mitzvah who is not Metzuvah in it. Rabbi Yosef, who is blind, if he hears that the, Mara says, if he hears that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, that a Suma is putter for mitzvahs, he will make, he said, a Suda, Suda meal, since although he's putter, if he does it anyways, it's a very big schos. But later when he heard, Gadol HaMetzuvah Vaisa, Misha'ena Metzuvah Vaisa, he said that he would rejoice also. 
Taisus brings a raya from here, but although a woman is putter from a mitzvah sesesha azman grama, she can make a bracha if she wants to. This is the shita of Rabbeinu Tam. That's why Rabbi Yosef was so excited that even though he's putter from doing the mitzvah, if he does it anyway, it's a big schus. Because he was allowed to do it on the, under the option that if he wants to, he would get the schus of doing it. The Rambam, however, argues, as the Rambam always argues by brachas and is always machmer by brachas, that a woman cannot make a bracha on something which she's not mechuyavim. So a mitzvah seisha azman grama, she would not allowed, she would not be allowed to make a bracha on. This is Nagea, for example, bisman hazeh, let's say by Halel, where lemaisa, this is a machleikis machaber and rama, which can be found in Simon Yud Zayin. The machaber is machmer like the Rambam, that a woman would not be allowed to make a bracha on Halel or anything that's a mitzvah seisha azman grama. But the Rama holds like Rabbeinu Tam that a woman could make a bracha on something that she's not mechuyavan and something which is a mitzvah seishas man grama. That even though it's something that she's not mechuyavan, if she wants to do the mitzvah, she can also make a bracha as well. The logic behind Gadol Hametzuvah Vaisa Misha Ena Metzuvah really doesn't make sense if you think about it. Quite to the contrary, if a person is commanded to do a mitzvah, then a person does the mitzvah out of yira, right? But if you weren't commanded to do the mitzvah and you do it out of hahava. That should be much bigger because if you do something out of a hava, even though you're not to do it, you do it anyway, that should be on a much higher level. You could answer when a Jew does a mitzvah, he doesn't only do it as a tzivoy, but also out of tzavtza. Both have derivatives of the word mitzvah. Tzavtza means getting close. Therefore, getting close is really only shayach if a person is commanded to do something. As the Medrash says in Shira Shirim, the reach shmanecha taivim is referring to the avas. They were just doing all the mitzvahs, just a smell. They were ena mitzvah in all the mitzvahs, yet they did the mitzvahs. But l'shemen turak shemecha, this is us. It's like pouring perfume, which is even greater than a smell. This is the after Kabbalah satire, where we actually all mitzvah in all the mitzvahs. Therefore, that's on a much higher level and allows us to get much closer to the rabbi Shalom because we were actually mitzvah in doing the mitzvahs. There's a possibility if you give your father the best food in the world, you'll get no reward. That's if you do it with a very bad attitude. In one case, the reward for Kibar Ava'im was that Avimi was able to understand the good news, which was the Pshat in the Kapitel Tila Mayantas of Mizmor Lasaf. The Gemara brings stories of many Amarayim and how they were Machabed their parents. But one says, Ashremi, lucky is the one who didn't see his parents, like Abaya, whose father died before he was born and whose mother died when he was born, because then you don't have the Nisayan of trying to do the mitzvah of Kibar Ava'im with the proper amount of respect. A person is Machuyav to honor his father while his father is alive, as well as his mechuyav to honor him after his father dies. For example, when he's not living, and one says over a Dvar Torah from his father, he should say, What is considered honoring your parents? And what is considered fearing your parents? Fear means you don't stand or sit in his place, and you don't contradict his words. Kavod is feeding, drinking, dressing, and taking them out of the house. As background, we know that the Shemitah cycle, which is seven years, Maiser Rishon, we give in years one through six of the Shemitah cycle. Maiser Sheni, we give to Balevi in years one and two, and years four and five. Maiser Ani, we give in years three and six. Maiser Sheni, you take up to Yerushalayim, but if you can't, you're paid out of town. If the owner redeems it this way, he must add a Chemish, an extra fifth. But a, but a stranger who redeems it does not have to add a chaymish. And if a father and a son or a rebbe and a talmud redeem Maishasheni for each other, they don't have to add a chaymish since they're considered two distinct and different people. They asked the Talmudic master of Elazar, how far does one have to go with Kibarav? They answered, and he answered, to the point that if the father took a lot of the son's money and threw it into the sea, and a person still did not get angry at him, a person is not allowed to get angry at him, 
But a father should do these types of things to test his son, because if the son doesn't pass the test, the father would be either on Lifna Iver or on Baltashkas. But Trumas Hadeshan, which is brought on Al Adaf, from Yeridea, Simon, Reish Mem, Sifchafe, discusses a case of a son who wanted to travel to a distant country to learn Torah under the leadership of a prominent Talmud Chacham, a big Rosh Hashiva. His father, however, objected to the trip on the grounds of the potential physical danger involved, which would cause him much anxiety. The Truma Sadeshin responded that the son need not obey his father, in this case, because the mitzvah of Torah study takes precedence over Kibbut Avayim. The Truma Sadeshin brings several proofs to this principle. Amongst them, he cites the Gemara in Megillah, Daftar Zayin Amad Beis, that states that Yaakov Avinu was not punished for neglecting Kibbut Avayim during the 14 years that he was studying Torah in the Yeshiva Shem Ever thus indicating the Torah study takes precedence over the mitzvah of Kibbutz. The Marik in Simon Kuf Samach Vav rules that a son is not obligated to listen to his father's objections to his choice of a wife, and he cites three reasons for this ruling. Number one, he said since the Gemara concludes that a son is not obligated to honor his parents at his own expense, Kibbutz Michel Av, so too argues the Marik that a son is not required to forgo the wife of his choice for the mitzvah of Kibbutz. Secondly, the Marik says, that marrying a woman of one's choice is considered a mitzvah, since it promotes marital harmony, in contrast to being forced by his parents to marry somebody else. Thus, the father's request is considered to be in conflict with the son's performance of a mitzvah. Therefore, he doesn't have to listen to his father. And lastly, he says, a son is technically not obligated to obey his father's wishes in such a case that does not relate to his personal comfort or benefit, as is cited in the opinion of the Rambam and the Rajpa. If someone's father was over on Divrei Torah, don't say to your father, you're over on Divrei Torah. Just tell him the Torah says, kach v'kach, and he'll figure out on his own the love that he was over. If a person was on his way to do a mitzvah, and his father asked him for a drink, it's a machlekas which comes first. But if someone else can do the other mitzvah for you, all agree that kibbutz comes first. The Gemara says, av shemachal al kvaydei, kvaydei machal. A father can be machal on his covet if he wants to. Avol rav shemachal al kvaydei, ain't kvaydei machal. A rav, a rabbi, cannot be machal on his covet. Rabbi Yisuf says, even if a Rav wants to be Mechel on his covet, he can do it also. I.e. Rabbi Gamaliel, for example, cannot be Mechel on his covet since he's a Nasi. However, a Gadol Hadar can serve others if he wants to. For example, we see by Avram Avinu, who was the Gadol Hadar, and he served the Malachim. In Vayikra Yotas we learn, In front of an old man you should get up, you should give honor to a Zaken, and be afraid of Hashem. The second Zaken teaches us that this Chiyav is only for an old man who's a Talmud Chacham. Zaken is equal to Zeh Kana, one who is Kaina Taira. Not Stam, an old person who's an Amaretz. Rabbi Yaisi argues and says one must stand up for all old people, even if they're not a Talmud Chacham. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili says, even if someone is young, but if he's a Talmud Chacham, you must still stand up for him. However, even for an old Talmud Chacham, you only have to stand up, but you don't have to actually spend money for him. The mitzvah of standing up for an old man or a Talmud Chacham is only if you're not in the middle of doing work, where you have to stop, for example, cutting diamonds. If you would lose money for the loss of work time, then you don't have to stand up. Rabbi Yechanan says, we see from the mitzvah of Bikurim, Kama Chaviva Mitzvah Bishaita, that you have to do it, Mamish, at the time that it comes up, and you shouldn't wait. He also said, everywhere you're allowed to think words of Tyra, except for in the Beis HaKisei and the Beis HaMerchatz. And one doesn't have to stand up for a Talmud Chacham while he's in the Beis HaKisei. A person is mechuyev to stand up for a Talmud Chacham when the Talmud Chacham comes within four Amas of you. If, however, you're a Talmud Muvak, you must stand up as soon as you see a Rebbe, even if it's from a distance. A Talmud Chacham should attempt to take a longer route 
In other words, not to directly go through time, but rather take a longer route around, so people won't necessarily see him and have to be matriach to stand up for him. A Talmud Chacham who goes out of his way to bother doing this and go out of his way so he doesn't bother the people, he will have arichas yamim. Any Talmud Chacham who doesn't stand up for his Rebbe is called a Russia, will not have arichas yamim and will forget his learning because he's not a Yeras Hashem. If the son is the Rebbe of the father, does the father have to stand up for his son or not? And finally, do you have to stand up for a Sefer Torah? It's a Kalvachemer. If you must stand up for those who teach Torah, surely one must stand up for the Torah itself. Any mitzvah, which is a mitzvah saseh shahazman grama, women are paterin. What exactly is a mitzvah saseh shahazman grama? For example, sukkah, the first night of sukkahs, which is a specific time. Lulav, which is brought only on sukkahs. Shaifer, which is only done on Rosh Hashanah. And tzitzes, which are only worn during the day. As well as tefillin, either because tefillin are not worn at night, or because tefillin are not worn on Shabbos and Yontif. Therefore, that makes them a mitzvah saseh shahazman grama. Taisvah says we paskin that midaraisa, night is as man tefillin, but it's a mitzvah saseh shahazman grama because we don't wear them on Shabbos and Yontif. This is because tefillin are considered an ice between us and Hashem, and on Shabbos and Yontif, we don't need an ice because these days themselves act like an ice as a sign between us and HaKadosh Baruch And the Gemara asks, what is a mitzvah saseh shaloi hazman grama, one which does not have a time limit? The Gemara answers, mezuzah, which always is, a person is always mechuyev in mezuzah. Also, a person is always mechuyev in maka, in putting a fence around his roof, or ashavas aveda, returning a lost object, or shiluach hakan, sending away the mother of the uh, birds. So since these have no time limit, women are mechuyev in all of them. The Gemara asks, but we mentioned before that this is a universal rule, that women are always, always mechuyev in a, in a mitzvah saseh shalayazman grama, and they're never chayev in a mitzvah saseh shalayazman grama. What about matzah? Matzah we eat it only on the first night of Pesach, and women are chayev, but why? It's a mitzvah saseh shalayazman grama. Rashi brings from the Gemara Psachim, where the Pasuk says, Lai seichalalav chametz, shivas yamim seichalalav matzahs. The Torah puts the Leisaseh together with Yaseh. So whoever is Chayev Nati Chametz is also Chayev to eat Matzahs. Kol She Yeshnan Beleisaseh, Yeshnan Baseh. Or how about Simcha? Women are also Chayev in Vesamachta B'chakecha, even though it's Hanyantiv, and even though it's only a mitzvah say Shazman Grama. Why should women be Chayev in, in that, in that uh, mitzvah? Or how about Hakel? The Pasuk says, Hakel as Hanoshim, Noshim Vitaf, the eighth year, which is the year after Shemitah, all of Klal Yisrael would come on Sukkot, even women, to the Beis HaMikdash, and they would read certain Sukkot from the Torah. Ay, it's a mitzvah Seishazman Grama. Why should women be mechoyev in it? We just set a general rule that women are always putter from a mitzvah Seishazman Grama. And then we have the opposite question. Before we set a general rule that women are always chayev in a mitzvah Seishazman Grama. Ay, but what about Talmud Torah? Even though people are always mechoyev to learn Torah, and therefore it's a mitzvah Seishazman Grama, therefore you would think women should be chayev because of this general rule, but we know that women are putter. Because the Pasuk says, Vishinantam Levanecha. And we learn, Vishinantam Levanecha, Vilayo So your daughters are not Mechuyev to learn Tyre. Or what about Piriyavirivya? We know people are always Chayev in the midst of Piriyavirivya because the Pasuk says, Pru Urvur Miluas Haaretz. But only men are Chayev and women are Pater. Aye, it's a mitzvah say, Shalai Hasman Grama. Why should women be Pater? Especially, we have a special Lima there that women are Pater because it talks about conquering. And only the people who normally conquer, i.e., men, are Mechuyev in the midst of Piriyavirivya. What about Pidyan Aben? Pidyan Aben, the same thing. There's always a Chiyav of Pidyan Aben. Therefore, it's a mitzvah say, Shalai Hasman Grama, yet we see women are Pater. Rabbi Echanan answers that you can't learn from a cloud that every single thing is included in the rule. But rather, there can always be exceptions. So, despite the fact that the general rule is mitzvah say, Shalai Grama, women are Paterin, and mitzvah say, Shalai Hasman Grama, women are Chayavin, but yet there are exceptions to that rule. And then the Gemara asks, where do we know this general rule that women are always Pater in a mitzvah say, Shalai Hasman Grama? 
We learn it from tefillin. Just like from tefillin, women are putter, we learn this from Amatzino. Since by tefillin, women are putter, and it's a mitzvah say shazman grama, so too, all other mitzvah say shazman grama, women are putter. And how do we know in the first place that women are putter from tefillin? This is learned from Talmud Torah. Women are putter from Talmud Torah, since the Pasuk says, Gishinantam levanecha. And just after this Pasuk, it says, Ukshartam li'ais ayadecha, which is referring to tefillin. So just like women are putter from Talmud Torah, they're putter from tefillin. I, why don't we compare mezuzah and tefillin and say that women are chayev and tefillin just like they're chayev and mezuzah? Our answer, since Talmud Torah and tefillin are next to each other in both the first parish of Kriyashma and the second parish of Kriyashma, while tefillin and mezuzah are only together in the first parish of Kriyashma. Therefore, it's better to learn the connection between Talmud Torah and tefillin as opposed to learning the connection between mezuzah and tefillin. I, why don't we then compare Talmud Torah to mezuzah and say that women should be putter from mezuzah? Just like women are putter from Talmud Torah, they should be putter from mezuzah. Our answer is, since just after mezuzah, it says the reward from mezuzah will be long life. So what? Men should have a long life and women shouldn't? Therefore, you can't learn this either. And the Gemara asks, why do we need a special Pasuk for sukkah? That women are putter, because we have a special Pasuk. It says, Kala Ezrach Yisrael. Therefore, we learn that women are putter from sukkah. Let's just say, it's a mitzvah shazman grama. That's why women are putter from sukkah. Abai answers, I would think without a Pasuk, still women should be chayev, because the Pasuk says, Basuka is teshvu shibas yamim. And we know teshvu means teshvu kein teduro. That teshvu, you have to stay in the sukkah as if you would be living in your house. You have to practice the same types of things you do in your house. And since both husband and wife are living in a house, women should be chayev also. Kamash we need a special Pasuk to tell you that women are pater. And this, by the way, teshvu kein teduro, we also learn that even you know, when tsar is in the sukkah, you're allowed to leave the sukkah, because... If, you're, if it was raining and it was in your house, if there was a big leak in your roof in your house, you would also leave the house. Therefore, you could leave the sukkah the same way you leave the house. The Gemaraman says the mitzvah of simcha and yantif is on the husband. He must provide simcha for his wife and for his family. As the Pasuk says, v'samachta v'chagecha. And v'samachlaik is Rashi and Taisvis regarding this mitzvah of simcha. Rashi learns that isha baila mesamcha means, the words isha baila mesamcha, that means that the husband has to buy her nice clothing. Taisvis asks, we know that simcha has to go with the Kabbana Simcha, Shalmei Simcha, etc. And this Rashi is Mashma, that women are putter from this. Ah, yes, but we know from the Gemara Chagiga Davav that women are chayev. So he answers, women really are also chayev in the carbon, but it's the husband who actually eats the carbon. The rule is, Kol suvim ke'echad ein If the Torah gives you a rule in one place, you can learn other things from that rule. But if the Torah specifically states the same halacha by two places, you can't learn it out to a third place. Because the Torah bothered to put it in two places, it wanted you to learn this halacha only in these two places, not anywhere else. So, kol shnei ksub ma'boim kechad, ain't malam to anywhere else. The Gemara says the reason we can't learn out from matzah and hakel, that women are chayev in a mitzvah seishaz mangram, because they're chayev in these two things, even though they're a mitzvah seishaz mangram, but therefore learn it for everything else, is because of the rule of shnei ksub ma'boim kechad, ain't malam But this only works, according to the Mandiyamar who holds, shnei ksub ma'boim kechad, ain't malam but according to the Mandi Amaru Hold, we should be able to learn from Matzah and Hakel that women are chayev in a mitzvah to everywhere else. Our answers, as we know from Daflamet Hay, we're going to learn from Tfilin by way of a Hekish that women are always potter from Tfilin. And since we learn that they're always potter from Tfilin, we say that they're always potter from every other mitzvah to And a Hekish is stronger than a Binyan Av, which we have over here. A Din in one place, which sets the Halacha from for other places. Where I ask, where do we learn that women are chayev in a mitzvah say, Sholei Hazman Grama? We learn from Ish Imoi Aviv Tiro. It's plural, includes both male and female. And since this is a mitzvah say, Sholei Hazman Grama, because a person is always mechuyev to honor his father and mother, 
and women are chayav also, so too by all other mitzvahs say, Shalai hazman grama, women are chayav. Although the general rule is that women are putter from Piri of Arivia, since it says Vikiv Shuha, and only those who are Kaivish, only those who conquer, i.e. men, are Chayev in the midst of Piri of Arivia, Rabbi Yechanan ben Breka argues and says that even women are Mechuyev in Piri of Arivia, since it says Vayavarech Aisam Elohim, Peru, Urvu, and so on and so forth. Rav Achar Yaakov said, We can learn from Tfilin that women are always putter from a mitzvah to say Shazman Grama, since the Pasuk says, Vahaya Lachala Ais Ayatcha, and right afterwards it says, The entire Torah is put next to the union of Tefillin, all the mitzvahs in the Torah. Just like Tefillin, which is a mitzvah say shazman grama, women are pater, so too in all the Torah, women are pater from any mitzvah say shazman grama. And once we know from Tefillin that mitzvah say shazman grama, women are pater, we can also learn that mitzvah say shalei hazman grama, women are chayef. I, what about the Mandiyama Rameir, who holds Tefillin as a mitzvah say shalei hazman grama, as we learn in Shabbos, Tafsamachalaf, According to him, how will we learn that other mitzvahs to say shazman grama, women are pater? Because according to him, tefillin is not a mitzvah say shazman grama at all. We learn it from the mitzvah of Riyah. How do we know that women are chayev in a mitzvah say shalai hazman grama? Rabbi Huda Marav says, the Pasuk in Bamidbar, Perakei says, Ish ay isha ki yasa mikal chatois ha'adam. The Torah equated men and women for ancient when it comes to leisase and mamanis. Therefore, that's how we learn they're also chayev and everything else with the mitzvah say shalai hazman grama. And the Gemara says, although women are generally mechuyev in mitzvahs leisase, there are three exceptions. One is leisak kifu, she's allowed to cut off her payas. Also, she is pater from leisak shchisu. Also, since the Pasuk says, b'nei aran, and at b'nei saran, women are pater from dine kahuna. Women are pater from the isser of karcha, cutting off hair in honor of a mace. While this is learned from Parshish Kahanim, this tour for women applies to all women, even those that aren't b'nei kahanim. When the Torah says by tefillin, b'nei nechem, it doesn't mean you put the tefillin shel reish on the forehead between the eyes, but rather beinenecha means on the top of your head at the front part of your hairline. We learn this from karcha, which applies to where the hair is. The Gemara says from the Pasuk of Banim Atam Lashem Alekechem, Rabbi Yehuda holds, only if you act like a child are you considered the child of Hashem. But Rameir says all of us are always considered like HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children, whether we act like children or not. The Mishnah. Smuchais, putting a hand on a carbon. Tznufais, waving the karbanas. Hagashais, those menachas that must be brought to the corner of the mizbeach. Kmitzais, which is done after a mincha is prepared, the kayan takes a special handful. Ktairas and melikais, which is the snapping of the neck of an eif. Kabbalah Saddam, receiving the blood. And zahais, sprinkling of the blood. All of these can only be done by men, not women. Even if this woman is a baskayan, she cannot do any of the things we mentioned before. Smuchais, tznufais, etc. The only thing a woman can do is Minchas Saita Unazira. And the Gemara says, From all the aforementioned halachas, we learn from special psukim. For example, Daber el Bnei Yisrael, which is referring saying only for men, Velay Bnei Yisrael. And finally, Rabbi Yezer said, We learn that a Minchas Saita needs a Tznufa to be done by its owner, even if the owner is a woman. This is learned from Yad Yad Mishlamim. Just like by Shlamim, the Bailam does it. So too by Saita, the Bailam, the Saita herself, does it. However, the Kayan has to help her out by putting his hand under the Saita's hand. The Mishnah. Any mitzvah which is tluya ba'aretz, depends on the land, only applies in Eretz Yisrael. Anything that doesn't apply to land applies in both Eretz Yisrael and Chutzaretz, except for Arla and Klayim. These, even though they apply to land, are chayev even in Chutzaretz. Arla is the first three years Paris are usher to eat. Rebbe Lazar says, even chadash applies in Chutzaretz. Chadash is grain products made from wheat, barley, 
oats, rye, or spelt, that took root during the current year, since the previous 16th day of Nisan. The Torah says that it's usher to eat chadash, these new grain products, until after that, after the hakravas ha'aymer, the sacrificing of the aymer carbon, or nowadays, in the absence of the aymer, until after the 16th day of Nisan, which is in Eretz Yisrael, or until the 17th day of Nisan in Chutzlar, it's because of the sveika, the yaymer. Taflamad Zayim, the Gemara. Mitzvahs hatluyus baritz are dependent on land because the word bia coming to Eretz Yisrael is written by it. Things which have to do with a person's guf, i.e. Shabbos, tefillin, etc., are Nahegas both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzarts. But if it's a mitzvah that has to do with land, it's only Nayeg in Eretz Yisrael. Arla applies in Chutzarts because of the halacha lamayshim Sinai, And Klaim applies because of a din de Rabbanan. And Rabbi Lazar adds Chadash, as we mentioned before. Does he mean Lekula, the Gemara asks, that Chadash only applies in Eretz Yisrael? Or does he mean Lechumra, that Chadash applies even in Chutzarts? The Gemara answers Lechumra, that Rabbi Lazar is Machmer, that Chadash applies even in Chutzarts. We know that this is a machlaikis. The Tanakama of our Mishnah is of the opinion that this Isur of Chadash only applies to grain grown in Eretz Yisrael, but no such restriction applies Minatira to grain grown outside of Eretz Yisrael. Rebel Eliezer, as we said before, disagrees and says that the Isur of Chadash applies in Chutzlaretz as well. The Bahatrumas and the Orzorua rule with the Tanakama that Chadash is not prohibited in Chutzlaretz. The Rif in the Rush, however, Note that the last Mishnah in Arla clearly states that Chadash is prohibited minatera, even in Chutzaretz, and the Mishnah does not mention any opposing view. Therefore, as we know the rule is, following the general principle of Halacha Kistam Mishnah, they rule in accordance with Rebel Yezer that Chadash is prohibited even in Chutzaretz. The Rambam in Hilchas Machalais Asurais, Perak Yud Halacha Beis, and the Shulchan Arach and Archaim, Saif Simon Tuf Tess, and Yeradea Simon Reish Tzadik Gimel Sif Beis, Paskin this Halacha in accordance with the view that Chadash is Osir even in Chutzlaretz. The tour adds that since in Chutzlaretz we have a Sveka de Yema, when it comes to Yantav, we can't begin eating Chadash until Yud Zayin Nisan, not the Eretz Yisrael de Kates Zayin Nisan. However, many of the subsequent Paiskim, including the Bach, the Taz, Yeradea, Simon, Reish Tzadik Gimel, and the Magad Avram and Arachayim, Simon, Tuf Pei Tess, Note, however, that the general population of their day were lax with regard to this Isser and commonly partook in Chadash products. Part of the basis of this is although the Stam Mishnah is like Rabbi Yezer, as we mentioned before, but since the Mishnah in Kedushin here is a Machlaikis, we can say Stam of the Akrakach Machlaikis, and therefore the rule is we don't have to paskin like the Stam Mishnah anymore. Lamaisa, while some Paiskim, including the Bir Hagra, strongly discouraged this practice and held that this halacha really leaves no room for being Makel on this matter, Others presented various suggestions in explaining a possible basis for this lenient practice in view of the great difficulty involved in obtaining yashan, non-chadash products throughout the winter in those areas. The Bach, who is really the basis for how most of the world today is mekel, he holds that although chadash is applicable in chutzlaretz, it only applies to grain grown by Jewish farmers and not to goyesha grown grain, and he accordingly permits eating chadash grown by goyim. Others, however, disagree with the Bach, because Taisvis over here on the Aflamid Vavamid base and other Rishayim, including the Mordechai, the Rush, and the Marami Rottenberg, explicitly state, contrary to the Bach, that the prohibition of Chadash applies even to grain grown by Goyim. And therefore, they offer other suggestions as grounds for leniency. In conclusion, the Mishnah Brewer writes that it's preferable for a Baal Nefesh, someone who is very observant, to refrain from eating Chadash if possible and not to rely on these various kulas. 
And Lamaisa today in many communities, including in Brooklyn, Muncie, Chicago, Baltimore, I'm personally familiar with quite a number of people who are makbed to eat yashan and not to eat chadash. Regarding mitzvahs atluyis ba'aretz, the rocket shaver clears a hakira. When we're dealing with these mitzvahs atluyis ba'aretz, is the kedushas eretz yisrael a mechayev that causes it to be effective in eretz yisrael, so therefore it's pater b'chutz aretz, or is it already chayev, but chutz aretz creates a special p'tur. And afkamina would be on land which was in between, some land which was, wasn't part of eretz yisrael before Yerusha the yeshiva. Why by Shabbos do we need a pasuk of b'chol moshvesechem that you're Isn't it pashat that one is mechayev on Shabbos even outside of chutz aretz? Where answers in Shabbos is mentioned together with each Pasuk that discusses Yontav, I would think, just like Yontav needs a proclamation of Bezdin, i.e. Kiddush HaChaydesh, so does Shabbos, Kamashman, the Pasuk of B'chol teaches us that Shabbos doesn't need any proclamation, and it's automatically Shabbos on the seventh day, whether you're in Chutzarts or in Eretz Yisrael. From B'chol Moshe by Pesach, we learn that even though we don't have a carbon Pesach today, we still have a, cha- have a Chiyav to eat Matzah Omar, even though they don't hinge on the Pesach, because the Pesach said, Al-Matzah Omarerim Yochlu. From Pesachim we learn that Matzah today is Midaraisa, but Marar is only a Chiyav Midarabanan. On the seventh day of Adar, Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter. He was also born on Zion Adar. The Mun stopped falling, but they had enough Mun in their Kalim to last until Tes Zion Nisan, the day Yashin became Chadash. The Cheshben of Zion Adar comes from the fact that Bnei Yisrael came up from the Yardin 33 days after Meishu Rabbeinu died, and since they came up on Yud Nisan, if you subtract 33 days, 30 days of Avelis from Meishu, and 3 days of preparation, you end up on Zion Adar. And we know that he was born on Zion Adar, since we know Hashem fills the days of Tzadikim, so that they live out their full life. And since Meishu said, Ben Meya Vasim Shana Nechi Hayyim, he died on his 120th birthday, i.e. he was then born on Zion Adar, he died on Zion Adar. Rabbi Shimon Ben Yechai said that there are three mitzvahs given to Klal Yisrael the moment they entered Eretz Yisrael. Chadash, Klaim, and Arla. And these mitzvahs apply both in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzarts. This Gemara obviously holds Lechumra by Chadash. From the Zed Devar HaShemitah, we learn that there are two types of Shemitah which we keep in year 7. Shemitah is Karka, which is resting of the land, and Shemitah is Ksafim, which is what makes loans void. We learn that Chadash is Asim and Atara both in Eretz Yisrael and Chutzarts. Arla in Chutzarts is a Halacha, i.e. it's a Minik, or it means in Halacha Sinai, and Klaim is Midivrei Seifra. Finally, we say they made a gzera that in chutzaret we still must be careful with arla, and those that make a makari of it will have no descendants. But others hold that in chutzaret there is no halacha of arla. And at this point, we will conclude our shir.